0: Go. Away.
1: <laughs> Episode 52. So we just finished a workout with the German
0: 52, that's like a full year.
1: 52 weeks. Congrats. For have, we ever been, have we been in a year? Yeah, or? but we got lazy a couple times. Uh, so. no, no, we didn't get lazy. I think we just traveled. But <laughs> we're back. Um, so I just finished a workout here at uh, Elevation, and it is day one for Erz Kalashinsky. Yes, sir. Okay, so... You said uh, it better Jay or myself. Kalusinski. You said it better but Gets With given to
2: Jay's, with Jay's
1: voice it's something So special. I asked you in the g- <laughs> I asked you in the gym uh like what your real name is and you said ers and you explained to me what it was. It's it's tell me it's again.
2: Funny, right. Yeah because everybody's asking What does that, it mean? Yeah, everybody's asking what my nickname on Miracle on uh, Instagram means. Miracle Bear, why he's calling himself a, a bear. And Urs, uh, the name is in a lot of languages translated to um, the bear, what actually is a, is a cool fit, <laughs> I would say. But it all
0: depends on what type of bear. What about like a care bear?
1: Yeah. He on might on not know what a care bear,
0: bear is. A <laughs> care bear, it's like a little cute little bear yeah it's or okay. what about a vicious bear
2: Uh when i with a girl when i'm with my girlfriend i'm a care bear yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> ah, look at that see this guy so always, you, he you can you can move it how you want yeah so
1: so we're two weeks fuck it's like two weeks tomorrow <laughs> yeah from your competition you're competing saturday 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 right? saturday, saturday evening uh it feels your first Olimp- your first olympia second 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 brother. oh that's right first in For, vegas yeah first in, first in yeah. vegas and does you're excited seem, about it. Does that seem weird that it just like. I, I see. Wh- the thing is, I was like, I know he competed last year, and I'm I, not counting the Olympia being in Florida because, dude, it's never been in Florida yeah. for all the years I was here, yeah. living in Vegas. How exciting is it to come to Las Vegas and actually compete? Because that's how you probably started following the Olympia, was in Vegas. Bro, it feels like
2: my first Olympia because actually it is in Vegas. And for me, I always watched it in. Vegas you know you preparing all the all the great champs preparing here for the original las vegas olympia and for the um yeah i w- i want i don't i don't want i don't wanna say a real olympia but uh it feels special to be here and uh, special to be in las vegas for the first time met you guys um that's why I wanted to be here early not only with the um body thing and uh enough time to acclimate and um, have some good sessions here. Um, also with the Vegas, with the whole Vegas experience. Is this experience. your first trip to Vegas? Yeah. First time. Wow. wow. First time and definitely not the last time, hopefully.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, let's start back to when you, like, what got you into bodybuilding? Like, how long have you been doing it for?
2: I'm doing it for 12 years now. So Holy, Wow. I'm not.
1: I'm not. You're 24 years old. And that's yeah, what I, I going to say,
2: because everybody says to me, "Yeah, your um, your career is going through the roof so fast," and I'm like, "Yeah, so fast." I'm training for 10 years, working my ass off, and uh, there was nothing fast. I just started really early. My brother was a gymnast; he looked phenomenal, and I was like 10, 11 years old. Did breakdance. Love breakdance until today. Still doing my dance uh, dance moves. Can you they, backspin or they going wild? Of course, I can do a hand on spin it, on this table. Hold on, like I got some cardboard. <laughs> well, let me lay some
1: cardboard out in the back. You know, all the kids used to bring the cardboard to school and they do like the breakdancing <laughs> yeah. stuff and they'd wear like the bands on their it's wrists cool, and yeah. the gloves and everything. Yeah,
0: breakdance is great. And so, what was your what was your first show ever? Like, what got you to what got you to compete? To compete. Let me start
2: a little bit earlier. I did breakdance. I get fatter. My my parents split apart. My my dad always was a um, in the Polish national team, a weightlifter. My mom was a ballerina, really really good ballerina, and so I am the mix of both, <laughs> and just wanted both proud. And my dad always said to this dancing thing, yeah, okay, it's it's okay, but why you don't do more like uh, strength training? Yeah. And then one day I got a little bit bigger, a little bit chubby, and my trainer and breakdance or coach said like, yeah, you need to gain some muscles to be able to do the head spin and power move stuff. And then I go to the gym um, together with my brother, who was a gymnast, like I said before. And then um, from the moment I picked up the dumbbell, it was love for me. And then I read every magazine. What age was
1: that? 13 years old. I didn't start till I was 18, man. I, I you know, I, I picked up my first bodybuilding book at 12. Yeah. And I had interest then, but, you know, I was tied up in sports in high school. So it wasn't like you weren't doing it. You were breakdancing. You didn't play sports, right? I mean, it's different in Germany, too, right? Yeah,
2: it's different. We don't have the high school thing. What's pretty sad, I would say, because sport is different. You, you need to have your parents choose your sport for you or like um, get you in some. Uh, extra sports centers to to do the sport and it's not so you have like two hours school and sport uh, sport and school on a regular week shadow and um that's that's it and you do like a little bit football with uh, um yeah a little bit of different different uh sport and that's it and uh yeah honestly that was not enough for me and I always was a very active child and then I'm happy that my parents pushed me like in every sport, um, I can get, and then, yeah, I ended up with with bodybuilding. Met some, uh, <laughs> he's he's called Paul, my my first bodybuilding coach, like an old school guy, um, came to the gym to me. He said like, yeah, you grown really quick. Why you don't want to go to a bodybuilding show? And I'm like, me.
1: And what? You, how old were you then?
2: I was 15 years old. Okay. And I'm like, I'm not even a bodybuilder, but I always love competing and the competitive side, breakdance with the battles and everything. Like every sport I did, I wanted to to be show. Competitive, yeah. yeah, to be competitive. Yeah, that's true. And so
1: I decided, yeah, let's go. And the what was the contest that you did?
2: It was the um, teenage nationals, um, but. There only was the like we have two divisions there, one natural and one what one not, and that was the only time, um, there was a competition and they they were not natty and I started there and he said like yeah, um, just start there. It's not about the placing the first time, and I was like no, I want to win, and then I ended up fourth, without twenty five um, teenage competitors, and I was like okay um so next year i came back and started with uh in the natural bodybuilding federation and then i got uh got the teenage class win um got the junior win got the man's win and the overall and turned netty pro and then i was like hmm, okay so maybe i'm i'm talented in this and um yeah that's how i i keep going and improved 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 and then, in two eighteen um I won the junior nationals in Germany, and in two nineteen I started international my first like my first season, and turned pro over there and then uh I took one year off, went to mexico, lose the title by one point, and then um decided to go to the states for the first time, do the tampa and then um
1: I think yeah.
2: I won there my first pro show in Tampa Pro.
1: So how you qualified last year? Mm, Tampa, uh, Tampa for the Olympia.
2: I had so much points uh, at the Arnold's because I came third, and mm-hmm. that would be enough. To, but uh, I don't want to <laughs> um, qualify over points. That's not my. So you had to win something. I want to win something, and I would love to have more pro wins on my belt. And I think still, if I win the Olympia one day, um what do you mean if? <laughs> Mad, <Matt is> going, <laughs> <laughs> going, to push it. <laughs> yeah, but if I wanna, if I'm gonna win uh, an Olympia title, I still would um, c- compete more. I love you like
1: the cut the, you like the competition. Yeah, I know, but classic. I mean, you fit the classic. You know, when I came up, it was only like male and female bodybuilding, right? And so mm-hmm. I looked at like we only had bodybuilding divisions to look at. So you, as a as a teenager, you know, we talked about you met me in twenty fourteen. You said at the FIBO. So your brother kind of was an influence. To this, from the sounds of it, he he lifted yeah. weights also, right? Yeah. Is
2: he older or? He's older. I have two older brothers. Okay.
1: Um,
2: yeah, they both uh, or my my. um the next older brother, Kai, is always with me with the competitions. You're also going to fly to Vegas with my mom together. That's uh, what makes me a, so a excited. coming so. Yeah, and I, I invited my mom to Vegas, and uh, it's her first time first in time. the U.S. And it makes me happy, you know, like achieving something, earning money from this and uh, being able to give something should, yeah. back.
1: My mom used to come to all my events, you know. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty awesome. It
2: feels really good and just make a living for me out of this sport and also for her to uh, give her money and she can, like, t- um, re- retire from, from her stuff and uh, just uh, enjoy life that makes me really happy and pushes me um, to keep on going. And, uh, yeah, to come back to the competitions, I would still um, keep going and uh, do the all. So are you the youngest or... I'm the
1: youngest of three guys. Yeah, so. the young, I'm the youngest of seven. So I'm I'm the baby also. <laughs> yeah. So so when you <laughs> came you to see, when you came to see me, you were like probably what fifteen sixteen years old. Yeah. You said you were nervous and fuck yeah. I mean, you got to see all the top, but they didn't have classic division at that point, correct? No, no, they don't had it. But because um, I asked you at the gym, I said, "Were well, you a bodybuilder like an open body?" And you said, "Yeah, basically."
2: From my mindset, I would say, like, you asked me who, who me inspired the most. Um, mentally, definitely, Dorian Yates mm-hmm. and you. Um, and uh, it was, like, I'm training until this day with the... Some guys come to me and say, like, like Marcus said to me, you're perfect for for the open division. But because he sees how I'm training and how I go into this. And um, for me, it's not like divisions. Bodybuilding is about... For me, it's about aesthetic, perfect proportions, symmetry, and uh, great posing. And it doesn't mean for me when you are an open, you can uh, get a thick waist and don't get shredded and pose like uh, like shit. It's like um, bodybuilding should be a combination, a combination of everything. And if you want to call it classic or like open or like uh, man's physique, it's. Uh, for me it's um the perfect body we all wanna wanna uh, or wanna yeah, reach and um
0: do you think one day you might go to the open like how far are you right now from the
2: I have still room to grow so that doesn't come even to my mind and I think out. I'm in a good position right now to fight for an olympia title yeah. and um I mean, dude, you're,
1: you're 24 years old. First things first, yeah. You know, and and uh, what we, t- we talk sorry about. Sorry to this interrupt sh- you, but what you say about it? When you were on my on my, you take you take it show to show, and I know what you're. You know, basically, I watched you win in Boston. Uh, you know, you didn't finish first at the Arnold. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, with my career, like I won in steps, right? I went to Knight of Champions, which was the New York Pro, won that. Then I went, you know, to Arnold, didn't win that, but I came back. I did win it eventually, and then, it, you know, I was fighting Ronnie Coleman, so I was fighting, like, the impossible. Um, but I took the stepping impossible. stones. But, you know, I asked you, you know, can you win this? You said, absolutely. Uh, but you're, like, a hybrid. So today's bodybuilding fitness personalities, like, they're, like, crossovers between social media outlets, bodybuilding, uh, you know, Fa- connecting with the fans. I mean, you just mentioned something with Twitch. Now you're doing something, but you're, you know, you you have all your branding through Instagram. I mean, do you do TikTok? Do you do it all? Yeah. And you know who inspired me? Who? Who, <laughs> okay. bro? Because I have one
2: one thing in my mind. You one day you said like on the expos, you're the first. You're the first guy there, and the last guy mm-hmm. who who goes. And the exact same thing I did at the FIBO. We FIBO this year, we had like two-hour slots um, to be there for the fans making pictures and everything. You probably stayed a lot longer, And I right? stayed until 6 p.m. until the FIBO was over and still keep going until the last man standing in the row because there were four, four hours row just for me, and I was like, it can't be real. Is,
1: is, is it kind of floor you that you have this much of a following at your young age? Because, listen, at 24, dude, I was like begging for people to come mm. – see see me i was few and far between i was a magazine guy but i wasn't at the top Mm. like i consider you being close to the top of your division and you're active on youtube and social media i mean i just asked you you had this olympia series you did how many videos a week did you put out and how many weeks did you train for this competition i mean we're two weeks out now yeah you said how many videos like you dropped two or three and yeah. you've done this since what, six, three, four months out? Yeah.
2: Well, probably the whole year. For me, it's not like off season or on season. Um, I wanna put
1: out content. I know, but how important is that content to cre- like to connect you. with your fans? It's really and important. where are your fans? Where where do people follow you from? What what countries? It's a good question. You can write it in the <laughs> comments <Yeah>. down <laughs> below because I I don't know, but <laughs> you you must get like fan mail or emails or you, you sell know, stuff DMs. where do you
0: ship it to
2: all around the world honestly we had like this the first uh, it's always funny my girlfriend and i is doing our our closing business together and uh sh- she said to me like we see in the in the shopify list like First order addresses. from China, and yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what the fuck? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Canada, and they the the guys needed to wait like three three weeks until they get their stuff, and um, yeah, we're so happy about it. So uh, it's crazy what's going on.
1: And <laughs> what was the first? Let me ask you this: I I sold a t tea- like my first item was an eight by ten mm-hmm. and a t tea- one t shirt. So what did you start with? What was the first thing you put on to Shopify? A black shirt with a with the Miracle Bear logo on it. And uh yeah. I had like Do you remember how many you've actually ran size-wise and everything and that and how fast did it sell? My mother gave
2: me the the all the money I saved on my on my uh bank account. It's called Sparbuch in Germany. It's like you save the as a child you save every every okay, one so like, like your, $5. it's like a piggy bank yeah you know okay <laughs> and what happened and i invested everything to the you first remember how much it was 5 5k five i would say and you bought all shirts with it? not only shirts i set it up the website the okay. shop and everything um how fast did you make the five grand back? And I said, like, listen, <laughs> yeah. I said, like, <laughs> yeah. we have the signature shirts going down, only limited stock. Yeah. And uh, the fans or the people thought I would do a limited stock because it's cool, but <laughs> honestly, I didn't, didn't have, have money. more money. <laughs> and yeah. I, until this day, honestly, I'm doing limited stocks. <laughs> yeah. Just now, now we have more um, capital to to do stuff, but... I um also wanted to to let it in place to remember this until, um, yeah, the 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 company is growing bigger and bigger, um, because yeah, with the limited stock, it's also cool. And imagine in five years, you see a guy wearing the first signature line. It's pretty cool when they line up. up, right? Yeah, I saw one at the FIBO with the shirt, first shirt on it, and he's one of the eighty guys in in this world who who got this shirt. Wow and now they resell it <laughs> worth a lot of it. it's going to be worth a lot i mean and it's a cool it's a cool thing you know imagine in 20 years
0: when you win some somebody's going to come up to you in 20 titles. years with that shirt on yeah cuz uh, every once in a while someone will come up with something from 25 yeah, like, years I ago i
1: have like the original swole monkey stuff and we we changed logos so i know yeah. like it's so funny when you know you know what was <laughs> printed and you can like you're sitting in the line and you're t- you're paying attention yeah. to people right and then you see a guy like 50 people down exactly. and you're like holy shit that guy's wearing and you're waiting for this and guy. I <laughs> say to Matt I'm like dude that guy's wearing <laughs> like a a vintage like 2006 shirt you know so cool
0: yeah where was it not long ago where that guy came up and he had the the ticket. From a show you oh, guested yeah, when you were an yeah, amateur,
1: yeah, but no, yeah, I was in Wisconsin or something. Yeah, I Madison. Think it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. had
0: the the bro. He had the the mag, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the brochure, brochure yeah. and he had the ticket stub. And he wasn't even pro yet; he was still amateur. It was like nineteen ninety four. I was twenty
2: three years old. Then. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's so cool. And this support, it's it's, it's great to see this, and uh, that's why I wanted to keep going with this limited stuff. And people are texting me like uh, some. Uh, managers like yeah we can we can do a lot of more money and like yeah but in this point it's not about money you know it's about uh this stuff and uh
1: um yeah the memories you have how how hard was the struggle like financially and you know le- you know remember it's e- eating is a major part of it right the yeah. food you know the time to train you know did you work like jobs yeah. as you were progressing forward like what did Always. you do what was your trade
2: Always. I moved uh, out from home with 17 years old, so pretty early. And that was the perfect decision I made because I can concentrate more on... Uh, I'm a, from a small village, you know, we have more cows in this village yeah, than, yeah. than people. And no great gyms or opportunities. And I I moved to South Germany, to Stuttgart, to the next bigger city um had my little flat over there had better gyms connected with people and uh, always worked like on a construction or in a sauna doing like the <laughs> sauna stuff because i thought like yeah we i can earn some money and uh, do something good for my body you know yeah yeah uh, going to the sauna twice uh, twice a week and um, yeah always had something going on to uh, but were you broke i mean yeah, I was broke. Hell yeah. Like,
1: did you care about cars or clothes Never. or... Never. Did you eat out? Like, did you guys go to dinners or... Yeah, I go... I love to go eat out sometimes. And did you dress up and go out? Or did you have a limited budget so you didn't really do that until... I mean, now you might be able to go do it, but...
2: Now I go out with my, with my uh, girlfriend um, when we, like, did something good. And how long have you guys ourselves? been together? Three years now. And um, she understands what One you do? day before Olympia, it's going to be three years.
1: So. Oh, yeah? yeah. So yeah. you, so your celebration is going to have to be after, huh? Yeah. That's why you stay in the extra four days, huh? Exactly. Saturday night.
2: Yeah. I invite you guys. <laughs> <laughs> everything on me if I win. Oh, shit. There we go. If not, F, Matt how F, much, F, how F. much? How, how much is
1: first place at the… Uh, good question, Jay. Does you don't even pay? know. Pay? Let's call… Call so d- call Dan and ask so him. So, <laughs> one, one, th- one thing he's pointing out, I never thought about the money. Remember, I say this oh, over and over I in these podcast. So you don't I know don't even know what you're competing for. What are you competing for? It's a title, I, right? in the title, right? In the I can say what I'm competing
2: for. What's that? The fucking Olympia jacket. Really? It sounds stupid, but that was the. For me, it's like eleven years I'm chasing this jacket. And I remember one year before I qualified, there was David Hoffman, the German guy, mm-hmm. also in classic who f- qualified, and I trained with him, shoot a video with him, and he had the jacket. I was like, "Yeah,
1: can I touch it?" and uh, is it a leather jacket like leather uh, no, shoes? not
2: at the Arnold at the Arnolds it's the leather jacket. Okay, yeah, and w- this year we also got a sick jacket from the Arnolds with like World Champ inside of it and um you also have the leather jacket, right? You have, get as I a have him of three of I have them.
1: Him I have them in bags. I want Hummer trucks at the Arnold too. Three Hummer trucks, oh, and Rolexes, watches, Rolexes and yeah. Audemars. Yeah, I had everything. maybe I need to switch to open. Right, <laughs> it's hundred and twenty thousand, right? Two hundred. Yeah. Oh, is it two hundred now? Two hundred shit. Yeah. How much did you win at um, Boston Pro? Ten grand or no? Not even. Three? Yeah, three three thousand and. How was that to receive? Like, was the first? Was that your biggest check so far? No, in, in Kuwait I got uh, the oh. most. <laughs> That's yeah. right.
0: You won the Kuwait show this last year, right yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it was a back to back to back. So Arnold's, one week later, Boston, and then <laughs> I need to fly to Kuwait. Had some problems. Need to stay 24 hours in Turkey um, to do a layover. Uh, got the got the visa, and then I won. Steve Kuwait. told
1: me you looked incredible in
2: Kuwait, though. Yeah, I was pretty full. I was on a weight cap there, and at the Arnolds, I was like pushing it far away from the weight cap. So um, the body soaked everything up, and uh, it looks pretty good. I think the best look, like you all w- also said, was in Boston. And it's not often that you wake up in the morning and I looked in the mirror, and I don't want to
1: sound arrogant or something like that,
2: oh, you but knew I, I yours, knew. Yeah.
1: No it's not worry. again it's confidence. Well, we got to see you at the gym yeah. prior, and everything. I yeah. mean, it was yeah. just seemed like everything was just working in your favor there. You know?
2: Yeah, it was crazy because I was a little bit like, I want to do everything perfect for the first Arnold, and then sometimes you just need to come down, eat a cookie, and then <laughs> go to the go yeah, to the, the ner- show.
1: The nerves can be a lot, right? I mean, as you as you compete more and more, you get experience, and but. No- not sorry to interrupt you, but normally I don't have this.
2: I'm from the breakdance background. I'm never nervous because before mm. stage, and I was a little bit at the Arnold's because, um, I just wanted to make everything perfect. And now for this Olympia, that's good. I have a different different mindset. You know, I also worked with a with a good like therapist for it, a sport therapist, um, which I. Definitely recommend. I give him a shout out. Give him a yeah. <laughs> promote. You can promote him. Yeah. He don't want to get promoted. Oh, okay. Um, okay. He's working with well, some. Uh, if
0: somebody needs it, they can message you and you can connect them. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: good. But he's a guy like he's not doing it on a regular basis. He has like his high, high, um, high paid like managers and stuff. Maybe you. <laughs> we, so are, we need to send Matt to him. <laughs> Nobody but all fucked up. But that that really helped, and uh, now it's uh, you just can do your homework, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's it's up to the judges and up to how you look on So I notice, like when you
0: pose, you pose a lot different than a lot of the other guys, and you see more more of a routine, more of a I don't know how to describe. He's very fluent. Yeah, fluent. Where, Where does that come from? Like, where did you learn, Mama? I was good because i I heard um, he that she was a ballet. Yeah. You know. Now, did has she does she work with you on your on yes, your routines?
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, like, talk to us about that.
2: Yeah, we started with it for my honestly for the first routine I ever did because, um, I didn't know who I had I had the the coach Paul like I said before and he he helped me really a lot with the bodybuilding poses and get me into this and he also could do it really good and that helped me a lot and but it's when you are on that professional level it's about the final touch you know and that makes the difference and therefore my mother was perfect to to, to bring in my own flow because nowadays the guys are watching Terrence or me posing and try to copy it and in my opinion that's the biggest mistake you can do and Try to be like someone else. If you try to copy someone, you're a copy, you know. You're not the original. And that's why everybody needs to, yeah, create his own style, his own flow. Who's
1: the best poser in classic physique?
2: Officially Terrence, I would say, because he won some... uh, Best poser. Some best posing awards. But posing is... It's an it's, opinion. It's hard. Ho- yeah, it's an opinion. Like the body <laughs> as well. It's it's an opinion how you pose. If you are more like the Marcus Rule guy with Ramstein and <laughs> my heart is <laughs> blend What's Ram? What's <laughs> Ramstein? Ram- Ramm- what's that
1: mean in English?
2: You know the the band. The rock band, no, no. The oh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I remember, I <laughs> yeah. remember the Marcus Rule, <laughs> my and her splend. Yeah. yeah, he I always took them, <laughs> and he's like, yes, you're right. You remember? Yeah, has yeah, yeah. right. gone out doing the crap post and that was Marcus Rule, like two. They, used to, they used to, you know, two thousand two, <laughs> night of champions, the yeah, side yeah. Chest.
1: yeah. Marcus Rule used to come out, and they'd go, and people think they was booing, you know what I mean? And then
2: where was other guys like? Going out, the uh, Lee Labrada, like,
1: yeah. Who do, who do you who who would you say uh, out of the classic era of? I'm gonna say like the old school bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Do you think Lee Labrada had posing fluency? wise? Definitely. You know uh, Francis Benfado? Yeah, he was pretty good too. Yeah,
2: and a lot of guys say like you're you pose a lot like him, bro. Yeah,
1: honestly, and I didn't knew back, that. <laughs> really?
2: Yeah, but then someone sent me and then you
1: you, but he was pretty fluent yeah, poser
2: definitely and i'm it's sad that posing isn't
1: going into everything i know but dude you get a. it's what you set the standard for i mean that's why the classic division is you know it's different from the open because remember that you know we went out there and hit muscle shots you know and i think matt mentioned something you know we d- were talking about uh you know people want to see 300 pound freaks pose and whatever else but doesn't mean that people don't want to see fluency and creativity put together in their yeah. routines.
2: But I think there are some uh, some guys like Samson daura in the Open. I saw his routine in Prague at the EVLS, it was phenomenal. Yeah, and he's he's a guy we've been talking about a lot yeah. for the Open. He's My dog calls for this year definitely. He's he's improved a lot. Should we talk about the yeah. the Open? Your opinions. And every podcast, I get asked about this. But oh, uh, we'll, we'll get to we'll get <laughs> to how your many, division. How many
1: how many podcasts do you get to do? Uh, I mean, are, are there are there German honestly, podcasts?
0: Honestly, a lot. Um, how but many in person like this? In Germany, it's my first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we we, we don't we don't do it either. And in
2: honestly, person in it. person, it's way better than, than like over Zoom. It's or more something. personal. Yeah, it's like a talk. Yeah, with we with two when who we so,
1: Yeah, when we started doing this, we we actually made this commitment we're not going to do uh anything like your old school guys yeah well no i I mean we started during during the covid Mm. and we said you know what we're going to just go back and forth it's going to be he and i until we have guests that are available so you had like the
2: (laughs) things here the plastic but you might
0: be our first classic uh yeah yeah we we haven't had we've had maybe seven guests six or seven you're the first classic thanks for the invitation eh? for sure
2: it's represent classic no, here. Just, the skinny we, boys. <laughs> I
0: just I like that I like it a lot that we we're not doing what everyone else is doing. Where it's easy to just throw someone on a on a zoom yeah. and just put them on there. But that that's different. When you when you can sit in front of somebody, yeah. it's a totally it's different But we vibe. wanna
1: talk, we wanna talk like we wanna be able to just hey, we're having a conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, oh, a I know you've got a headset and a mic, but like we're talking like this is a conversation. It's just like, like if we were at the know. gym earlier. We just yeah. shoot the shit. It's cool. Yeah, Maybe I have to start it in you Germany. Should do, you should do. I mean, that's something that, you know, there's interaction with, with, you know, obviously your Instagram and, you know, whether you do TikTok and now you're, you're streaming, you know, doing all, you know, YouTube is obviously like the huge outlet right now, right? People can really get to know your personality and see what you're doing. And you said you're really cranking with your business right now. And, you know, you have a fan base all around the world, but you come to the States, expectations. Do you feel like the U.S. is... Much easier to to navigate in business and fitness than where you. I know you said you grew up in like a a cow area. So did I. Yeah, I know. And that. I had to move to California because that's where they wanted me closer to magazines. But now you can kind of create your brand no matter where you are because just it's content, right? But do you you said you moved to a bigger city? Yeah. To be in a better facility, but do you feel like coming to the states, things are more at hand? Then where you live.
2: I talked with Matt in the car to the way to your office um, about this topic. And I said to him, if I want to collab with like Marcus, I need to drive six hours to shoot a video with him. If I would be in Vegas or I'm flying to Vegas, it's like who of the five guys I should. Five. Uh, There's five. probably Yeah." yeah. Th- yeah. Or like you said, seven Olympia champs in town. There were
0: nine. Before Sean passed, there was 10 Olympia champs that lived in one city
1: at the same time. You asked me, where do I train? And I said, well, you could train at a a different gym every day for one month in the Vegas Valley.
0: Yeah. Probably further. Just think how many LVACs are there? No, that's what I'm
1: saying. You could probably do 30 days at a different gym. Easily, and you're like, you're kidding me, right? I mean, yeah. I, you know, people ask that question, like, where do you train? And I'm like, okay, where do <laughs> I, I, I start? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it depends. It's not like, okay, Tuesday's here. Like, you know, you guys pick your body parts and you say, I might do legs here or mm-hmm. I do chest here in this location. You said you're really trying to pinpoint uh, other than your shoulders, right? Yeah. You have crazy shoulders and your legs are phenomenal. Thanks. So you may go to different facilities, but you For- don't have that. But I don't right. see. But, yeah. even now for us like we actually
0: go somewhere depending on where we are that day not for a body part so sometimes he'll call me and be like i'm just going to train up by my house today i'm going to train at this eos or this lvac or lift factory or i'm going to go to kilo here i'm going to go to dragons here i'm going to go to yaks here I'm but gonna you go listen to we're, but right.
1: we're just normal guys i mean i'm yeah. not training for anything i mean you no, may that, look at but it
2: that's that's great and also what's everything is available so quickly here <laughs> little story I for, Alicia forgot my girlfriend forgot to cook the rice for the post workout meal Germany I would be fucked <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be straight fucked <laughs> and now the girl at the gym said yeah go to Walmart uh, third uh, row to the left and then you have like he just got some white reddy rice reddy and white rice. Yeah, with so, 50 so grams just of so, carbs. so you
1: understand, if you need to go grocery shopping, I think Walmart's <laughs> going to be the best place to buy in bulk here. I mean, yeah. there's groceries on every corner, but you, when I was leaving the gym, I, he was walking back from Walmart yeah. and he's yeah. like, Oh, I got rice. You know, he had a th- three pack of rice. So, I w-
2: the, Another funny story the first time I came to the States, I went to Walmart and I was shocked. The grocery store in Germany, bro. <laughs> Only the, the Ben and Jerry sector is like how big the, yeah, the whole store the whole is, store yeah. is in Germany. You have like <laughs> milk,
1: bread. You have some uh, some more stuff coming up, but it's so crazy. So could you buy those instant rices in Germany that the, you got? The, uh, we have the Uncle Ben's, you yeah. know, with the flavors, yeah. Mediterranean yeah, you stuff. Them yeah. Bag, yeah. But not the like... You had these little cups. Yeah. <laughs> you ever yeah. notice cups? that?
0: Like when you, depending on where you're at in the world, it... There's different uh, sizes and yeah. things you can get. So I lived in Hong Kong for two years. And I remember the yeah. first time I went to the grocery store, I grabbed one of the little hand cart, the hand things. Mm. And I said, hey, is there a cart? And the guy grabbed it and put this thing. And he set it in there and said, now it's a cart. It was the same thing, but they yeah, just yeah, put yeah. it in the thing. And I'm it's like, so no, because like, in the States, the, the carts are as big as this table. The, I mean, they're, they're two feet deep and you can fit like enough food to last two months in them. Yeah. But it's not like that around the world. Yeah, and...
2: I spent 3 hours I was I was 7 days out of the competition and I looked at everything of course <laughs> yeah because it was so interesting for me I'm I, I I grown up with food you know my mother cooked like for a whole uh for a whole school class one day I I visited my best friend okay here <laughs> and the mother make, made made food for us and she she cooked one one uh one rice bag for for all of us. And I thought it's only my portion. So I got the, the whole thing and started to eat. And they're like, Hey, why you taking all of the rice? And I was so I uh, I turned red You're and I'm like Yeah, I was so embarrassed <laughs> because my mom was like, imagine for three boys or you yeah. were seven. Seven, yeah. That was like for crocodiles, uh, <laughs> thrown around with steaks, and my dad also eat a lot of uh, meat and stuff. And uh, I have a Polish background, so shout out to every Polish mom. Uh <laughs> you travel to Poland ever? Yeah, every year, and then uh, now I'm living close to Poland okay. in Berlin. It's like one hour drive, and then I'm I'm there, so. Yeah, I still wanna wanna be there, speak a little bit, you know. Don't um, forget everything about the language, and uh, also bodybuilding in Poland is great. Also in Poland, they love you. (laughs) I know.
1: Yeah, you're booking. Yeah, I toured there actually. Uh, Are you booking any seminars or like guest events when you're overseas there? Um, not in Poland, but... Uh, in Germany. In Germany. I did some
2: Made in Germany seminar tour with Marcus and we definitely continue this in 23. And uh, yeah, right now, podcasts, seminars, studio openings and everything um, is getting wild. But honestly, I wanted to focus on my, my preparation for this year's Olympia and then I throw some some seminars in. In January and February, and then uh, we will see. In April, you're in Germany, so maybe we can set something yeah. up. Yeah, we looking forward to it. We've been we've been trying to get there for
1: two years, but
0: yeah, because yeah. I remember actually you messaged me right before FIBO last year. and yeah. you said, "Are you coming over?" And I'm like, "It's the first time." You yeah, can go f- since Jay wasn't there. Yeah, yes. but it wasn't. They didn't like. It kept getting moved and moved and moved and moved, and it got to and a it point was where
2: special. They just invited like some guys yeah and i think
0: you were too expensive honestly um i don't think they even tried just because it, they weren't sure yeah they weren't. we, we just only uncertain. were
2: five guys like marcus me and uh, three other germans and yeah that was probably next year it's
0: way it. be back because phil
1: told me they've already booked him they got jay yeah so it'll be it'll be question tomorrow. for you though how, how far do you want to go in this like what? this whole fitness thing like do you have a like a mindset like an age or like, hey, I want to win the Olympia X times or Honestly I said to myself Because I said I was gonna be out by thirty early on. Yeah, you know, that's what Dennis I quit Dennis 40.
2: Wolf told told me also. Uh, he he said at the beginning, I wanna quit with thirty and then <laughs> he moved on and I mean,
1: listen, the contracts kept me in it. The fan base kept me in it. I mean I was I didn't win the Olympia till I was thirty three, but you know, you've had such great success early on. And like I said, you're a kind of hybrid crossover. Um, you know, is there a bigger picture of this? Is it something like maybe you want to get into film work? Is it like, is it a stepping stone for...
2: Honestly, that's, that would be really great. I, I love to perform in front of the camera camera like you. So today I'm, I'm totally cool with this and it makes me a lot of fun. So maybe um, that would be a great thing. If you have the connections, you know how it is. It's it's uh, hard to get get in there, but uh, never say never. I never thought that I can sit on a table on uh, 5 p.m. in Las Vegas and talk with one of the greatest bodybuilders mm-hmm. in the world about like life, fucking life. Yeah, you see
1: all the, see all these accolades behind me, right? All these magazines yeah, and um, the Olympia trophy. Uh, for
2: me, uh, Jay, honestly, it's so surreal. I think in the next moment I'm gonna wake up in Stuttgart in my in my student's flat, and <laughs> it was just a surreal dream for me. And also, if I if I'm on the top in classic right now, it's it just I still have this this underdog mentality, you know. I think mm, I know I don't know if I'm good enough to be here, and that what's was was pushing me. And I'm happy to don't. Uh, I'm happy to be like this because there are a lot of guys who are like.
1: What are you trying to do? I'm just moving. My trying chair. to do some windmill yeah, no. or some backspin. No, there's. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize how good I. I was the same way. I mean, I got second to last in my first Olympia, then I was eighth, and then I went to second and almost winning. You know, and I. That gave me a ton of confidence. I know. I asked you in the gym, like you said, every transition you've made has given you more confidence, right? Yeah. And but you're sitting here telling me you're like, man, am I deserving? Mm. Right? You mean walking into this show, you you don't have a mindset of I just want to look good. It's like you want to win the title. Yeah. Right. You're comparing yourself to the number one guy. Of course. And that number one guy for the past three, three
2: years is Chris. Yeah Chris, Definitely. yeah. And I have big respect for Chris. Like I said, you before, I visited him, and mm-hmm. we are real friends. You know, I really text often with him. But on this stage, we are at least for the half an hour or for this day, we are enemies. Enemies should be.
1: I stage. was. With and Ronnie. we should be. In. I was with Ronnie too, man. We were so friendly. Yeah. But when we got to the stage, bro, yeah, we didn't talk. It's a war war going down. We I didn't don't share. A po- we didn't share the pump up r- posing rooms and everything in the back. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, because everybody's working so hard for this. You know, I don't starving for sixteen weeks uh, to to say like, yeah, go, <laughs> you can win just this. there, yeah,
0: yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about this year and the people you're against, and maybe we'll just Jake and throw some names out and just talk about how you think you fare next to them.
2: Matt wanna. Into the no,
1: I mean listen, I <laughs> no, you mean, I you're, mean yeah, guy, you know, yeah. you're you're in the top. So I mean you got Chris, you got Ramon, you got uh, Terrence Ruffin, Terrence, you Breon, Breon Ainsley, I mean former Mr. Olympia. And you uh, got what
0: you got fifth last year? Fourth. Fourth. So let's just talk about those names that he brought up. The three yeah. guys ahead of you and Breon, because he's right in the mix. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Breon. Like what do you how do you think you compare to Brion? Um
2: I was happy about the outcome in uh, in March, the April, uh, the Arnold's mm-hmm. because I was able to beat him, and uh, and he's a two time champ. That's a big deal. That was a really, really um, big goal for me, honestly, going into this year's Arnold's, and uh, yeah, that made me really happy to to win. How it. did
1: you beat him? What what do you what was the quality that? Why do you
2: think you beat him? I would say because. Um, he's he's not getting better every mm. year be- or not better he's still really really good but if your physique doesn't change you are not like shocking the world you know if you have like it Judges was just want to see improvements your your improvement from 208 to 209, yeah, of course, yeah, you, know, you know it's, it's like it's the like the fucking quad stamp yeah, and yeah. then it's lights out and so is it uh, every year and uh, when you are on a weight cap then you can't really you can do your improvements but you don't can bring a package who is like shocking the world again and uh, it's only Ramon and me who are um, far or not far away but still have room to grow in the classic and are able to do like moves like this and we both did it at the Arnolds um talk about Ramon are you the you two th- youngest guys I think Ramon is twenty six. Okay. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm the I'm the youngest guy (laughs) by far. So, (laughs) how do you feel about his physique, Ramon? Ramon is looking great. Like I said, I can't compare my physique to him um, because it's totally different. That what I say in other podcasts as well. He's looking great, but has a completely different structure and different uh, muscle bellies. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. I don't know how about uh, what's what's your opinion about this. But at the end of the day, um, it's also great physique and uh, it mixes up the whole classic thing. And uh, yeah, we have our strong parts and our. You
1: think you can out-condition him? Yeah, when it comes to condition.
2: Yeah, you're in really I good shape right I now. I know what I what I'm capable of. And
1: um What do you think about Terrence? I mean he's got a, he's really put together. It's just that yeah. obviously his stature is a little smaller than
2: Yeah, that's the point. <sighs> Terence would be a three time champ if he would be a little bit taller, I would say.
1: You think the height makes a difference a little bit?
2: Yeah, I don't know why because he's so complete and so beautiful and has a great posing. I really, I think he's like one of the most
0: compete, guy. pl- complete yeah, guys yeah, on the yeah, stage. So, and so
1: yeah. So when like you think that's how Bumstead has the advantage because of the height to width ratio. Yeah, like he just takes up a lot of space, right? I mean, the height means something. I mean, you're telling me like it's harder when you're a little smaller structure, right? But I
2: think that's. <laughs>
1: The height game is another thing. I think
2: if Chris would be one centimeter taller, it's too—he's too tall, you know. Mm-hmm. Because when you're too tall, you fade in a way, and um, with the weight limit, you're
1: looking more like, you know, not that—not that compact and round. Me being an open guy and only witnessing through my lifetime, mostly. You know, obviously the transition of bodybuilding and looking back at the Arnold era, whatever. Which I think, like some of those guys were bigger than what you guys are today, right? Because I don't think they had like the weight caps, right? It was like height, right, or whatever. So, uh, I've saw the standard of Danny Hester. Okay, he was the first to Breon, Mm -hmm. to Chris. So, like they have, it seems like they haven't figured out what the ultimate body All three is are completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So my my question is like when is it going to land? I mean, you've seen like the mass monster and open bodybuilding, then you've seen more aesthetic, right? But it, the guys, the biggest guy usually is the guy that wins, right? I mean, the roundest, whatever, um in the best condition, right? But I mm-hmm. mean, what's the standard going to be? I mean, when Chris gets either beat or retires, that's
2: the interesting question I would say, but let me ask you this. Can
0: you beat Chris? Definitely, yes. Yes. Good. Where do you do you, is there certain areas where you think you are better than him? I wouldn't say certain certain
2: areas. I would say and that's that's a big point in classic more than in the open class. It's about the day of the competition. Mm-hmm. If you are five percent off in the open, maybe you. When I'm when I'm wrong, you correct me, please. But in the open, when you are five percent off, it's more tolerated sometimes because you are so much bigger. But in classic, when you have the five percent off, your condition on a little water water texture under your skin,
1: you can move like three to four places, especially in the top spots. I said to him at the gym. I when you started, took your top off and you were posing. I said, "Crazy condition." And he said, "It's classic. He has to be. Yeah. You, you have know? to." Yeah. And I said, and I said to him, "What did I say?" Can uh, you imagine? Yeah. He said, "Imagine
0: if an open guy was conditioned like that." Yeah. And what'd you tell me? Whoever it is, lights out. Who'd... Yeah. Oh no, no, wait, no. hottie no, I said "Howdy That's, that's what I
2: say that's as well. That conditioned. Yeah, and he impresses yes. me so yep. Yep. so hard. I love condition. I don't know why, but I know condition is no genetic thing. It's just suffering and just working your fucking ass off. Sorry to
0: say that, but... Our podcast, you can say Yeah, it's you
2: know. like <laughs> you need to work your ass off for condition and everybody can reach it. And in classic, of course, you have the weight limit and that needs to push you more to get in this condition. But for me, it's a big part and... Uh, especially when you are on the Olympia stage, the biggest stage in this world. You need to show don't your you best.
1: Feel, don't you feel like uh, genetically you have that ability to get in crazy condition? I would, wouldn't say the ability to get in this condition,
2: but I would say I have the, my physique is living out of the details I have. If I would have like 2 or 3% body fat more, it wouldn't like, that illusion you know on stage because for me also when I stay relaxed I'm looking like a non-lifter and then when I start to pose pops. it pops and changes so dramatically Phil Heath,
0: yeah. Phil Heath. Yeah. yeah when Phil would have when, a sweatshirt it you know, it's, it's yeah, sound that's crazy what we but said. That's when what Phil would said. have a sweatshirt on he'd look like a normal guy you know who else is like off that? And he's
1: like, William yeah. Yeah. Biobonic, yeah. when William poses stuff rolls yeah that's
2: crazy and that's what what I like see you know on stage because we all know the guys in the gym like uh, meat hats uh, looking huge and on stage they're looking like shit because nothing happens and for me when you are in that condition and then start to pose you are fully loaded and locked in that's what impressed me the most and uh, that's why i was so impressed from hardy uh, seeing him last year backstage, he's got all those fibers
0: and stuff yeah. that people
1: don't just don't have anymore. How how ex- you excited to actually be able to rub shoulders with some of these open people backstage? And yeah, because yeah. you're going on the same day as him this year.
0: Yeah,
2: I was there with them uh, for the finals last, last year,
1: year. Yeah, yeah. who uh, was the most impressive to you last year backstage? Hardy, yeah, for sure. Hard as a rock. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was different. Completely yeah. different. A lot of people think he should have won the last, you know. Yeah, we're all big,
2: so. you know, and I'm impressed with that. But uh,
0: to be big and conditioned, that's. <laughs> uh, two years ago, I thought he should have won for sure. It was his first 2019. I thought. Yeah. No, it was 20, or, no in Vegas. In 2019, I thought he should have won. Yeah. And he looks uh, ridiculous. That should you be. You the- actually messaged me. I remember you saying, Hottie's kicking all these guys' ass all over the stage right now. And he was That should be the standout, right? Imagine you you fight against Coleman and the Coleman had that conditioning and the size too. Yeah, and yeah, you also I, I had thought, the conditioning. I, th- I thought
1: I could have won a couple, but I, you know, it's like you, you, when you're there, it's different. And then I looked at the pictures after and I realized what I was kind of up against. But you know, backstage, like it seems like some of the guys, like I was unimpressed with certain people, and then they would get under the lights and the the body just came alive it's amazing how it does that right it depends on the skin tones and everything but you know leading into this like you guys are in a like probably the best venue that's ever been uh associated with the with the mr olympia which is the zappos theater i've been in that theater for other events other than fitness so i'm a little envious of you guys being backstage at this in a perform in this theater, yeah, it's a pretty awesome. It's dude. like a legitimate theater, like, like you've you never seen anything like no, this, dude. Really. Like, like, yeah, it's crazy. I went
0: and toured it with Dan and the and the team. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was I was also impre- impressed last year uh, in Orlando. This one's, this one's a little different because that was like created. Yeah, this one's a permanent structure that has the best musicians in the world there so it has the best view the best sound performances every the best the best of everything is best lighting as well yes
1: like i never competed at like even the olympias like i was at mandalay bay and then i won in the orleans and like we didn't have what you're going to have so
0: you've actually never yeah you've only competed in florida yeah yeah that's true so for me like i said before it feels like the first olympia again and you know what's weird like i think about this and i don't know if anyone else does but the Olympia has always been in Vegas, as far as I can remember. Yeah. So the last two years, it kind of seemed like the Olympia just skipped to where we're like, oh, it's back home now. Where imagine, it
2: bro? That's ha- since how I, uh, since yeah. I'm in this in this game, <laughs> Olympia
0: game. Yeah. So for me, it's the the begin, be beginning. So do you, do you, do you
1: follow the open? Do you follow the open class? Yeah. Of what course. Do you, what do
0: you think of the this year?
1: I'm a total bodybuilding fan. You think Rami's gonna win another one?
0: Yeah,
2: because I I called. I had a long uh, phone call with Dennis James, and we talked about him. And I saw his death face coming, and I saw some training clips. And I really think he he wants it. He really saw like, okay, I'm working my ass off, um, because there were a lot of rumors that he he don't gonna win this. And yeah, I like this, and um, I can. Can say to him yeah he, he deserves it to be still the champ when he still works his ass off but i also saw william a good friend of mine bonek uh, i also spent some time with his uh, with him and his family we did some content stuff Had a great time in netherlands together i spent three days with my camera guy and uh, my girlfriend at his house who made some some fish together for <laughs> for special events and it was just like for me, bodybuilding is more than, uh, like I said to you in the car, to the at the drive. It's more than just putting out content for the fans. It's like meeting the personalities, you know, and connecting together. Like at the first um, first movie from uh, Arnold, um, Pumping Iron. Pumping, Pumping Iron. Iron, yeah. <laughs> How I'm not can I remember this? <laughs> in Pumping Iron, they were on the beach, uh, laying down with the girls, you know. Smoked some cigars and uh mm. had some fun. And for me uh, it's about this, you know. That's why I why I get, uh, went to Florida, why I came here two weeks before, because it can be so you can you are Selfish. so low you're so lonely in the sport. For sixteen weeks my day were well, from six o'clock in the morning to nine PM at, at night, every day the same. Every day I walked the same Road to the gym, back home, every day the same routine. And this time I enjoy it so hard I landed here. Imagine today I only eat 50 grams of rice but (laughs) I'm full with energy and still can keep going only eating uh, 200 grams of white fish a day because this surrounding gives me so much motivation and that's also great to train with Jay today because that was the kickstart for this uh, next 14 to 15 days. And yeah. Now we are locked in and only uh <laughs> waiting for the for I can the tell you, man, like I it, would yeah. come off if
1: I had to come in too early two weeks early, I selfishly would be like, I just don't want to be around <laughs> anyone. I don't want and you're like, Okay, who can I train with tomorrow? Yeah. Who can I train with the next day? And who yeah, can I Yeah, because imagine in, in two years
2: you got you got first or you got second, but what else? You know what, though, is
1: this is the beginning of the transition. People are going to, like, look back on all this when you become champion. Mm. And they're going to say that was a guy that, like, started the ambassadorship early on because of the communication, the ability to do that. I mean, you're a young guy. I was introverted, right? But, like, you're so open and, and willing to not only learn but also – give advice to like everyone out there. I mean, that's the main thing with your content is people learning from your process. Right. And every day is a learning experience for all of us. You said you watched some, of, like you saw Larry in my office, like he was working with me as a 19 year old. (laughs) So, I mean, it's like, you know, you saw the transition of those guys, myself, and you learned, and now you're putting into your own path, which is great advice for your viewers out there and the people that follow you and, Like I told you, you have a worldwide audience now, and I know you're floored by that. But when you hit that arena on Saturday evening and the crowd goes bananas for you, I mean, how is that going to feel? Epic, and that's what we are... And your mom's going to be there to witness, your brother's
2: going to be there. It's awesome, and that's what it's about, you know, collecting memories, collecting, like, motivating, especially my generation, because I'm, like, three, four, five years younger, younger than the other competitors and uh, they <sighs> i fucking dreamed about it and now i'm doing it you know and that's what we need to bring out this message especially in our in our uh, subculture bodybuilding sport in in the US it's it's bigger than everywhere else and but in in Germany right now i'm <sighs> i'm changing things you know it sounds crazy but you're changing things, and the people come to the gym where I train and say, like, hey, uh, bodybuilding is going to – it's epic again in Germany and starts to exciting. get exciting. Yeah. Since the rural Dennis Wolf area, I imagine two ta- 2008, nine, ten, two, thirteen. to thirteen And he all moved th- to the States, you know, so he yeah. left, right? So it's it's epic what, uh, what you can change as a personality and – yeah, I have a different look on this, and I'm not going here like 40 days. Uh, just going to the gym, talk to nobody, and at the end, I'm I'm too stressed about myself because, uh, yeah, I was too too driven, you know, to the to bring the best to the Olympia. That I forgot what it is and all the about. Process, yeah. you know.
1: I always tell everyone to enjoy the process. Yeah, that sounds. I missed crazy, a lot, but dude. you're I, mi- I and missed you're a lot. I yeah. missed a lot because I was, I wasn't, I didn't have your mindset.
2: Yeah, and sometimes I have mind fuck about it, honestly, because I think, yeah, okay, um, <sighs> am I doing enough? But <laughs> that's, I think, when you're when you're really serious, a serious professional athlete, you're always gonna have this mind fuck, but. For me, it's the right way, and uh, the people are loving it. And yeah, you're doing it right. I think I'm doing it right. And if not, it's still, what we have a learning process. You can learn balance, from
0: everything.
1: Ba- Balanced, brother. Balance. Yeah.
0: You do. You do a lot. Just you do a lot more than people who are much further down the line than you are. So you're way ahead of the game. I'm sure you see other people that are in the same position you are. You've been competing for at a, as a pro for a couple of years yeah, and you're years. already making a living from it. You're already in, inspiring people all over the world. You're already doing appearances. You had, like you said, you had a four hour line. Mm-hmm. There's guys that have been competing for 10, 15 years that don't have four people in line. you know, and I'm yeah. not, I'm just being honest. There are.
2: Yeah. And I think it, it flies from, from the, from the sky, you know, but. You're you are in Vegas right now,
0: sitting in Jay's office. You're yeah. doing something right. We don't let anybody just sit down there.
2: Yeah, but you need to work your ass off for it. I, I can say, oh no, I'm tired. I want to go home and relax with my girl. But hey, it's an opportunity, and you need to take it. And I don't want to end up in the sauna again doing my uh, <laughs> my two times a week routine. And I'm every day I wake up, I'm thankful for this, what I can do, and what
0: what I can. Do with the sport you know so saturday night olympia yes baby <laughs> who's gonna be the last man standing
2: Ers, kalashinsky <laughs> i'm can, gonna i'm gonna i can't i am going to can i can, I'm, I'm, I can I'm, do I'm, the pop i'm gonna Chikaruna put you on voice. the spot okay
1: <laughs> oh <Uh-oh>. oh <Uh-oh. laughs> give me a top five bikini olympia channel <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> see know how any, much you, you pay attention yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're gonna ask. Don't (laughs) don't put me into this, (laughs) boys. Oh, Uh, so men's open. Can you wanted you wanted to give your top five?
2: I need to remember what I said at the last
1: podcast. Okay, so we (laughs) get.
2: But you showed me some uh, Brandon Curry pictures today. Because this guy over
1: here, Matt, behind the scenes, uh, I know, but don't change your opinion. Yeah, no, yeah okay, on, okay. It, You know, before I mean, you had a mindset. I mean, yeah. How much different from the top? I'm, I, I said this on the last podcast. The top six last year mm-hmm. is anyone going to break into the top six? I oh, let's not let's not put in order, but the top six last year: yeah. Rami, Brandon, Brandon, Hottie. Hunter, Nick, and, and William. And William. That's what's the top six. Do you think anyone has a shot to break in there of the newcomers or someone else and knock one of those guys out? Nope. Yeah, I I thought the same. Yeah. I'm giving my prediction next week of, like, the placings, and I hate to do that because, mm. like I told you, I came up from the back to to win, you know. Almost. Yeah,
2: Every everything can happen, especially in this in this lineup. You think William's gonna
1: move up though, right? I think William's gonna move up. But it's gonna kick someone back. Yeah. You don't have to say who that is, but No. But you think normally when I when I'm
2: when I'm talking about placings, I'm friends with a lot of of, course, of the yeah, top yeah. ten, but it's at once at the sport. And if someone tells to me it can be my best friend, and he can say to me, Yeah, you're not in the top five. And I respect that, and it's like
1: only the opinion. I, I think we all think Rami going to repeat, but yeah. can you imagine if someone pulls a shocker and beats Rami? Because I don't think there's anyone of so-so expert or opinions that that's the that's the interesting about the. Cl- I, have you heard anyone say he's not going to win? Not really, right? No. Of on the no. podcast or I think I think Rami going to have a
0: fucking battle. He, I don't think he's going to walk through the park. I think he's going to, someone gonna, is going to definitely going to be a battle really for hard. Sure.
1: And Bonnick's been second before. Yeah, Bonick, you, know? you know,
0: look, this is the reality of it, and people forget this. Bonnick and Brandon yeah. beat him two years ago. Yeah, Before he won the Olympia, they beat him. Yeah. So they know they can beat him. They beat him for years. Definitely so if he's off, happen. they know that they have beat him, and it's a mental thing. Yeah. Some of these other guys might look at him and think, oh, you know, is untouchable, but there's
1: guys on that stage that have beat him and they know that But you know they say the same thing about Chris dude like everyone says oh Chris will win the classic Yeah
2: because but it, there's It's a, always like this I would say and then at the end the reality
1: can be uh, totally different You know how many guys are in classic physique 50 How many? 50? Uh, it's o- I think it's over 60. Oh, it's a lot. How many are men open? 34 How many are in men's physique? Oh, over shoot. 60. Yeah. There's 34 it's be long. There's for, for men and women's bikini, over 60. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so think about that Saturday night men's open has 34 competing, but I think 37 were qualified because Regan's not, Steve Kuklo's not, and then yeah. there's over yeah. 60 in the other three divisions.
1: Yeah, the biggest Olympia ever for sure. I think it's 400, 405 400 or something. Like, yeah. yeah. I yes. do, I
0: do, I do think Rami. Like f- everyone sees the pictures, and they think he's just gonna. Sm- I think someone is gonna step up and really push him. I think I know who that person is, but I'm not gonna say yeah, it yet. Curry, <laughs> but a lot of people, you know, we are talking about this. Everyone's counting Brandon Curry out, and I'm going, man, he's either got first yeah, or second every show for
2: three years. That's the thing about social media as well. <laughs> it's whoever puts out the most content right now is like in the in the talk mm-hmm. but there are guys especially in the open class they are more like old school and william is like a family guy yeah. who doesn't care about fucking he he cares about social media i don't want to say that but he don't cares that much and brandon is also yeah whatever if you if you looked at on. the
0: social media guys you would think that andrew yeah um nick walker and these guys are gonna you know win yeah. and i'm not saying that Kenner or can i don't know mm-hmm. but they're forgetting about the guys that have consistently been right there. That you And what I say, them.
2: what I say, and what I think in the open class, you need your time. Yeah. You just need your time. And I'm I'm hella excited for the next three or four Olympias when the older guys, I don't want to sound like that, but the older guys are Retire.
0: retiring. I just said this on the last show. And then uh, and an
2: Andrew Jack is, is coming on, and uh, Nick Walker, and. Uh, all the guys, got, you know, these the guys, you know,
0: Nick Walker's Hunter, still in his 20, he's 28, yeah. Regan's 29. Yeah,
2: Regan also, f- and with the improvements he's gonna do this year, he shocked the world next year, I'm, I'm sure.
0: So, it's gonna be excited. And, um, you know, you know, I'm just thinking this just crossed my head right now. Do you realize in the last couple years, everyone said open was dead? Now, look at it. In one season, yeah. look at what it is now.
1: Oh, There's a lot of excitement. I said this, you yeah. know, I, the, the next trend is like it's going to be, you know, but the problem is is going to be the dominant factor of, of certain course. people, right? Um, but, the, you know, the cla- like I said, I, I enjoyed watching the Classic at the Arnold. Like, it was – I, I actually enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the Open, I'll be truthful. Yeah. Because it was, it was more closer guys. Like, yeah. all guys are in great and shape. And that's the and thing
2: about Classic, you know, and that what – it's very like you what said. What makes it's, prediction it's, really hard? It's the
1: hairline of off makes a huge hairline, difference. Yeah, that's right a good word, Yeah. And so that's if, if
0: if all if Chris is a hundred percent and on and you're a hundred percent on and Ramon's a hundred percent on, does someone beat him?
1: Terence. Terence is a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Don't if me.
0: everyone's a hundred percent, does Chris retain or have those other guys never been a hundred
1: percent next to him? What's hundred percent, bro? Well, he's remember he's. He's gonna be better than, yeah, Boston. Yeah, so yes. That's I,
2: I'm I'm muscular improved. I'm I have a better t- skin texture than the Arnold's, um, so I'm gonna be definitely improved. I have a more like overall better flow and better, better package, but um, how I'm gonna look at the we'll particular see. day. Mm-hmm. This guy sounds like a ticket salesman.
0: Better go buy your ticket. Come see, because you're yeah, going to see Yeah, definitely. It.
2: Buy the pay-per-view, and you're going I, to see I, I believe, so lat, show.
0: last year at the Olympia, when Classic was at the Expo, and when Wellness went on, you couldn't walk through. Mm. Like, I remember, because I had to get uh, Liz Connolly up there to give the award away. And when, when Wellness came through, I'm telling you, there was... Five thousand people with their cameras up. We could not get through the crowd. Crazy. And classic was even more crazy. Yeah. And this year, we'll see. It's going I think it's be even bigger because all these personalities have grown. Yeah. And everyone's. Chris's fan base is crazy now. All of your guys' fan bases have grown. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be. Nahum. I had twenty k on IG, <laughs> my last Olympia. And what do you have now? Close to five hundred. That's a. That's a <laughs> I mean, I think about that. Chris has three times his his <laughs> his following, and you've,
1: you it's know, crazy, fifty yeah. times your following.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Well, we look for, we look forward to it, man. It's uh it's awesome. I want you to shout out to all your German people too, because I know yeah. a lot of them watch this. The so. is, we want to
2: we want to definitely see you more in Germany, brother. So well, we're gonna. But I want you to tell your tell everyone like, Leute, wenn ihr das ganze schaut, yeah. Jay liebt euch. <laughs> Say yeah. your German word. Uh, um, garbage. Yeah.
0: Does that sound you know, good or does it sound terrible? You can it be sounds really good.
1: Oh look at so that. I, I I shacked up with it with a German guy because that it's it's that like <laughs> couldn't, didn't speak English at Ed Connor's house like back in like ninety-three or four or something. And uh that's one word he used to say all the time, every time I'd pose or whatever, oh my god. You know, he'd make this face <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. nice guy. So you know you what pronounce
2: it, you pronounce it like this like unbelievable.
0: Unglaub. And you know yeah, what yeah. I remember from Cool Runnings, Einz, yeah, <laughs> eins, zwei, <drei>. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, That's all I know. Yeah,
2: German sounds, but German sounds rude every time. It's it's
3: a
1: crazy language. Well, uh, man, we appreciate you, and uh you know we're gonna let you get to eating and finishing off your preparation, and uh, you know we look forward to uh, following along the journey. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week before uh, one week out. Of course. Well, thanks for this. coming on, man. We appreciate thanks it.
2: Thanks for having me on, guys. It was an honor, and definitely come back to Vegas, and then we enjoy it. So make it. sure
1: you guys follow him, um, you know, all the channels. We'll, put, we'll tag those on there, yep. and, uh, thanks. you know, we're wishing all the best, man. Already Crush tunes. it.